the following episode contains spoilers. episode of Scare Traducing, the horror movie podcast that fuck knows what our tagline is just now because we've been gone for so long and each episode is now just something random and something different. But we're here! We are back. We are here. It's the final episode of our little Halloween focused uh, <laughs> weeks where we build up to the day, the scariest day of the <sighs> year. And... We, I'm trying to think how, well, when we started this podcast back in 2019, we looked at franchises, and last week, obviously, we covered some new releases of franchises. One franchise that we have sort of covered, but not really, is the Halloween franchise. Yes. Which we watched all of them. Yeah, you can check out our oldest episodes. No, you can't. So, we started watching all the Halloween films in 2018. Mm-hmm. In the run-up to David Gordon Green's 2018 legacy sequel, Halloween. Mm-hmm. But we didn't do the podcast because we didn't start the podcast until early in 2019. Oh. I think that was one of the ones, I don't know, it was just one of the ones where it was like, we're like horror films. We've never really watched horror franchises. Yeah, that's or true. Or long-running ones. And so we just watched all the Halloween films. That's true. We didn't, I don't think, ever speak about David Gordon Green's 2018 Halloween film. But we did speak about Halloween Kills Mm -hmm. and Halloween Ends, Mm -hmm. two and three of that trilogy. Yeah. What this is all leading to is when we watched all the Halloween films in the run-up to that 2018 release, Gisela pulled out at some point. She said, I'm done. Like, no more. I've already watched, like, fucking eight films, nine films, however many there were at the time. (laughs) I do remember saying that. Like, that's me. And... I watched the basic. Yeah, and then you were like, "What's how many are left? And I was like, there's two left. And you went, right, and what are these? And I went, these are Rob Zombie's films. They are separate. Yeah, you they explained are, the whole he, thing to he me. He remade Halloween in 20, 2007, and then he made a sequel. This does not tie in to the past ra- timeline. It does not tie into the timeline that was then upcoming and is now finished, 2018 to 2022. So Isela went, do you know what? Screw it. I'm not going to watch the Rob Zombie films. And she didn't. And so in 2018, I watched them alone for the first time. And I have rewatched them several times <laughs> since then. Especially, drum roll please, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, which we will get to. And for years I have said to Zella, you need to, if you, you, you know, you've seen all the other ones before. Mm-hmm. Now you've seen the, the David Gordon Green trilogy. You need to see the Rob Zombie ones, in my opinion. Finish the franchise, see them all. And so this year we decided for Halloween, for Halloween Day, we would release an episode where we're talking about the final two films in Isella's catch-up of the series, (laughs) I guess. Because these are not the final two films released. They are, of course, Halloween Ends and Halloween Kills or the other way around. But this is Rob Zombie's Halloween. This is the spin-off. This is the standalone 
if you don't want to worry about John Carpenter's timeline and which timeline you should watch, because is it Halloween and Halloween 2? Is it Halloween, Halloween 2, Halloween 4, 5, and 6? Is it Halloween, mm-hmm. Halloween 2, Halloween H2, Halloween Resurrection? Oh my God. Or is it just Halloween, Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills and Halloween Oh my ends? God, okay, So like, which timeline are we following? If you watch the Rob Zombie ones, it's One Halloween, <laughs> which is a remake, and then a sequel, Halloween 2. And that's it. Nothing connects to them. Nothing spins off out of them. So here we are, talking about Halloween and Halloween 2. Let's get into it. Yes. Tonight's brutal murders was described by police as Manson-like in its viciousness. Three people brutally murdered and a ten-year-old boy being held in custody. said a word for 15 years. This summer, Rob Zombie unleashes a unique vision of a legendary tale. So in 2007, Halloween was released. It was a remake of John Carpenter's uh, classic slasher. It was one of, like, the mid-2000s, I feel like every horror franchise was getting a remake. Friday the 13th got a remake. Nightmare on Elm Street got a remake. Texas Chainsaw Massacre got... Did it get a remake? Yeah, I think it did, yes. It did. Yeah, it did. I was trying to remember if it got, it got, like, a prequel... And all that, but it got a remake, and then the prequel was a prequel to the remake. Um, Chucky was remade later. Psycho was remade in the 90s. It was remade before. But, like, all the slashers were getting remade. Mm -hmm. And Halloween, that just happened to be one of them. So Rob Zombie, who was musician and filmmaker, he comes along. He makes his in 2007. I keep wanting to say 2017, but it's not. And it is essentially a reimagining of the classic Halloween story we've all seen from 19... I want to say 77, but I could be wrong on that. Okay. Which is, Michael Myers kills his family as a kid, and then, as a grown adult, returns to Haddonfield and wrecks havoc on the lives of some teenagers and babysitters there. Mainly one Laurie Strode. You've seen Halloween. Yeah. So what does Rob Zombie bring to the picture? Well, we can get I, I can into t- that. I can tell you okay. that blood right. as with brings. Okay. Gore. Yes. So this is obviously a very, I think you can tell. It's a very post-Saw time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Post-Hostel. The torture porn franchise is back. And gore is in. Dirt is in. Yeah. Hillbillies and that sort of stuff is in. And I found my initial review, which I put on Letterboxd back in 2018, where I gave it two stars oh. out of five. I've since, I will get on to whether or not I've changed my mind on that. But I just put two lines. I put, does Rob Zombie think more dirt equals more horror? Question mark. Laurie Strode is a fucking idiot in this one. That's what I said. <laughs> I was not a fan, let me just say, on first watch. <laughs> So Hizella, <clears throat> yes. on first watch of this movie, which was 
barely a few weeks ago. Do you remember it? Like, yes, I do. do you I do. Compare yeah. it. How do you compare yes. it to the original? What do you think? Because let me just say, fans, I'd say the Rob Zombie films are divisive amongst fans, shall we say? Okay, it's I, I think, as you said, you can tell we have all this like so like mechanical horror i call it mechanical because my head is like a lot of like 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 tools and blood and you know very like nine inch nails marlon manson music video yes exactly like that you can tell it's basically i will say this that story happening with all this um vibes is that I'm yeah, we should say there's totally. not like like there's not like torture machines in this. No, no, no. But, but it gives you the same vibe, vibe right? It's the okay. same vibe. Uh, the kid is creepy. The kid that plays Michael Myers. Yes, and I like that we get to know more of the kid. Okay. And his That's life. The main difference. I like that. I like. I like that. Is like we know the problems the kid have. We see how the kid lives because in the first one we only see a kid. And then kills this um, the sister. No, the yeah. So opening scene, he yeah. kills the sister and his and, it, and, and it's her like, boyfriend. But the house looks so nice. The family look nice. Oh, he doesn't kill a boyfriend in the original. Sorry, it's just no, the sister. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it, but the house is a nice house. It mm-hmm. looks nice. But in this one, it's not a nice house. No. We see the family is a dysfunctional family. The mom <laughs> is a stripper the dad is abusive it's not the dad it's the stepdad yeah call him he's a names call him gay yeah. or horrible things and also at school he get bullied and he, but he is weird he kills animals you that now we know because of all the serial killer things as one of the signs of someone that can be a serial killer has something bad like inside mm-hmm. like if you um are mean to animals and blah, blah, blah then escalated and right. whatever. So I like the part that we can see more of the kid. It builds, like, so that's like the first hour of the movie. Yeah, it and builds it, out I that love story. it. I love it. It's like, okay, yeah, I can see why. Like, it's, and again, probably, we, I don't, can't remember if we've seen this movie and the other one, but uh, it then gets like, oh, it's born or was made. Nature like, versus nurture. Yes. And it's, it's more, it's clear here that he's like, okay, I can see, look, like the mom, the dad, the family, the sister is shed, like mm-hmm. everybody's shed. You push this kid to the limit, but also you get like, it has it inside. It's, yeah. It's brutal. And he's and he has like a poker face. The kid has poker face all the time, kind of controls the mom. He has this sweet side, but also like flips and you see it through the time. And yeah, I like that. I don't like that in this movie we don't see him with the mask. We do see him with the mask. No, all the time. We see an old... Like, I never... Like, I think in the new remakes... No. The the last... The new trilogy, yeah. Trilogy, we only see him once or, like, he's an old man, like... Yeah. And that's it. But I like the mystery, the creepiness of the mask all the time. Yeah. Because you don't know... Wait, is he doing a poker face? Is he's like... In so this do one, you mean you the kid or do you mean the adult? In in, in Halloween in ha- one, in, in this one, yeah, we see him with the mask. The whole second hour is just a remake of the first movie. Yeah, but he doesn't have the mask. Yes, he does. 
No, all the time. Absolutely, he, he, yes. he makes this paper thing. No, that's when he's in jail. Then he gets the mask when he comes out of jail. Yeah, but we know how he looks. He looks like Santa Claus. No, that's Halloween too. So the, the first half that you're talking about is we see Michael in an institution after he's killed um, his sister, uh, his stepdad. It's essentially the opening sequence of the first mm-hmm. movie, but they've, they've, they've expanded it out. And we have that great sequence where, if you remember in the first movie with the kid, when he comes out in the clown mask, mm-hmm. the original... And the parents are like, Michael, what's wrong? And they take the clown mask off. Mm-hmm. And the camera pulls back and they're just standing looking at him. Mm-hmm. And this movie has kind of like a similar but different version of the, the freeze frame where it's the kids in the cop car mm-hmm. and time just stops around him. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? No. No. The camera pans around and he's just sitting in the back of the cop car and he's moving, but everybody's frozen in time. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a great sequence. It's just like... Oh, yes. I remember because I asked you... Is it stopped or does everyone is just like... Everyone's just stopped. Is it stopped? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just like Rob Zombie's own spin of the original, like where the parents are just standing looking at their son and it's kind of of still for a moment. Mm -hmm. It's so good. I think Rob Zombie is... I'm going to say I've only seen two of his movies and it's these two. So I don't know how great a filmmaker he is. Um, But I would say the way he's treated by some people because of these films, I think he's got a really clear and interesting visual and emotional side to him that I think is quite unique in slasher films. We'll get on to that. So the first hour is building that out. Loved it. And I love that as well. As I've rewatched the film and as I say my initial hated it, two stars, whatever, mm-hmm. and I've gone up since then, it's always been, I like the first hour where we see more of Michael mm-hmm. talking kid. to Dr. Loomis, which we don't get in the original. Like that makes it feel like, why did you remake this movie? Well, here, here's why we remade it. It's yeah. different. I'm showing more of the. It's not just process. a carbon copy. Yeah. I get less interested in the second half when Laurie Strode and her friends come into it because it becomes then, this is Halloween 1970. Mm-hmm. We've seen this. You've done it. We know who lives. We know who dies. Not that it's bad. As I say, Rob Zombie, I think, is a really good filmmaker um, and has interesting ideas and stuff. But I'm much more interested in that first hour. But in the second hour, it is a remake. And Michael Myers is in the boiler suit and he is wearing the mask. Mm -hmm. In Halloween 1. In this one, he is. What else do I like about this? I like that they brought Danielle Harris back. She plays Jamie, I want to say. Jamie Lloyd who is Laurie Strode's daughter in Halloween 4 and 5 oh, yeah. and the, 6. The girl has psychic powers. Yes, the girl oh, with psychic yeah. powers. But she's not in 6 because they replaced her by a different actress. Okay, but yeah, yeah. 4 well, and 5, I know, I know she's which like character a little girl. Talking about. Um, but obviously Laurie Strode, Jamie Lee Curtis isn't in those films. They bring her back, but she plays a different character in this, obviously, because it's a different timeline. friend, line. I think. Um, yeah, she plays one of Laurie Strode's friends. Um, oh, Annie. She plays Annie Brackett. Mm-hmm. I just like that. That's like a little tip of the cap to like mm-hmm. the franchise where it's like people you know don't really like Halloween 4 and 5 but this girl she was like the final girl or the lead of these films mm-hmm. so let's give her something else to do and they bring her back I like That's that nice. as well it's really nice uh, what else I said to you when we were watching it oh I said do you recognise um, Sheriff Brackett do you recognise him like no. when you see him and you said no and then I told you who it was mm-hmm. and as soon as he spoke you went Yes, I know who that is. Okay, like, so I would have been able to speak it. He is the voice of 
Oh, Chucky. There you go. Yes. Oh, yes. Because he, it turns out that Brad Dourif's voice is just the Chucky voice. Like, he's not doing a voice. That's just his voice. I always find that so funny. Mm. No, you don't think it's funny? Why? Like, he's in also in this franchise? No, I find it funny that, like, his voice for Chucky is just his voice. Oh. You listen to it. We don't know who it, it is. And you think, like, that's such a, like, it's such an identifiable voice. Yeah, true. And then you listen to him and you go, like, well, I assume he's he's acting and he's doing a bit. No, that's just how he sounds. He just sounds like Chucky. Like Chucky. I'm Chucky. It's hilarious. So he plays Sheriff Brackett. Anyway, the second half of the movie builds itself out, becomes a slasher. And I, Callum McNabb, I lose interest in the second half, personally. Now, I think there's interesting things in this movie, but Hazela, I feel like you differ. I feel like you enjoy the slash and gash of this movie. Yes, okay. I, did, I did enjoy it. It um, okay. feels like Halloween. I know what I'm getting. At this point, it's not different to the other That's my movies. problem with it. But, it starts with something different and then reverts. But it's still fun, the whole chasing, going mm-hmm. to drip through the different houses. It's just gorier. It is gorier, yeah. It's undeniable. It definitely. It's like more like, oh my god, the amount of blood used in this movie. But again, like I don't see that as like, oh, what else can you do? Or you already did a lot. You gave us already so much. But now, give us what we're what paying for. What people are paying for. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think that that is a bad thing. Okay. I just think, like, look, if I'm in 2000, what? 2007, yeah. 2007, and going to the cinema, and mm-hmm. I don't get that, I'm like, oh. You'd be disappointed. A little bit. Because okay. this is a Halloween movie. I'm paying for a, I mean, a kind of slasher kind of yes. thing. So I liked it. It's really gory. That's, that's the different difference between this one and the the original one and i enjoyed it and the difference is obviously as you say the first hour yeah which as i I say i really like the is it nature is it nurture uh i think yeah i'd say rob zombie has a very maybe annoyingly middling viewpoint of it Mm -hmm. which is he doesn't really pick a side no but he does explicitly say like that the people who can recognise these signs did recognise those signs and then did nothing about it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is a unique angle to take, which is like, was the kid born like this? What Did his family make him like this? Who knows? Who will, We'll never get to the bottom of that. But Dr. Loomis does recognise this kid is on this path yeah, and then uses him as a way to profit himself. But... And also, I feel like in this movie, it's clear how... Because they give you two points. Like, you can see how Michael Myers is growing up in this house, his environment. And then, okay, yeah, like the Dr. Lumi doing the whole um, study on him and everything. In the original, we just see a tiny kid killing people. And that's it. And it's like, nature person. And I'm like, what? The the, the original isn't interested in that. but... It's, again, you're talking, oh, he's a monster, he doesn't have feeling, uh, the pain feels him, like, oh, yeah. he's a monster. Like, wait, why he's like that? Like, you just, it is what it is in the yeah. first one. In this one, it makes you think more. It's more why like, does Loomis come to that opinion? 
Yeah, that's what it makes yeah, you feel. Yeah, yeah. Like, why I, I does like it feel? I like that because I think it's more like it, it, you can watch it right now and it's like, yeah, everybody's an expert right now and like, oh, serial killers, yeah. about murders, exactly. and mystery. And I think it's more like it, it gives you more. Okay. I feel. I don't know. And I think, the, like, I just, I remember saying to you when we were watching it, just being like, like I think I just Rob Zombie. I think, as I say, he gets so underrated and underappreciated by Halloween fans. The sequence where he, Loomis is talking to a room full of people about his book, about Michael Myers, like he's he's becoming a best-selling author, and the front cover is Michael Myers, mm-hmm. the wee kid, just looking at the camera, and he's talking about the dark eyes and the, the same sort of stuff mm-hmm. that he talks about in the original, um, the evil eyes, and the camera, boom, cuts in and. Uh, to the final line which is these are the eyes of a serial killer mm-hmm. but it's not Michael I mean it is you can see the big book mm-hmm. behind him the big screenshot of Michael Myers mm-hmm. but also it's right in on Dr. Loomis's eyes mm-hmm. as he's saying it and you're like okay so zombies obviously saying Dr. Loomis isn't killing people but he's also not helping people yeah he's a doctor who's recognized these things and then what has he done with it he's made himself rich, rich. yeah and I I really appreciate that. And that's why when it gets into the second half, I think it it becomes a simpler movie than what it's set out to be. And it's fun. It's good. It's gory. It made Hizella jump a couple of times. Oh, yes. Which did. slashers, I think, find quite hard to do. You said it was brutal. I think yes. undeniably Michael Myers in this is pretty fucking brutal. Yeah. And unescapable. Um, it's upsetting at times with, what's the actor's name? Oh my god, the Latino actor. Oh my god, yes. Um, He's in jail. Machete. Machete, yeah. What's his name? Trejo. Danny Trejo. Yeah. When he is being attacked. That's, that was it's like... so upsetting. And he's like, I was nice to you, Mikey. And it's just like, no, this kid is, or now grown Stop. adult, is gone. Like, whatever people thought they could maybe help or see in him, that has evaporated. That is the gone. The whole, that, um jail part well yeah mm-hmm. it's so hard like also like the raping and so this is the thing i think we watched the extended edition okay uh, the, is the that called edition. In... i believe that rape sequence is cut this is a uh, two prison guards who it's bring so gross who bring a yeah um another patient into michael myers room and, and and sexually assault her and like tease michael myers at the same time now i think i could be wrong but i think that's not in the theatrical There's cut of this okay. movie so I'm not entirely sure how Michael Myers gets out in the theatrical cut, if if that's not in there. Mm-hmm. It is a stupid thing for them to do. I mean, obviously it's illegal, but people are like, why would they do that? Again, I think that's down to Rob Zombie being like, the people who should know what path this person is on mm-hmm. do not care about what... Like, they can spot the signs, but all they are willing to do is lock him in this room and yeah. then pretend he's not a threat until it's too late. Mm-hmm. And that's what the movie is. It's, it gets too late. He escapes. People are murdered. Teenagers are murdered. And Laurie Strode is essentially traumatized forever. And the movie ends with her covered in blood, shooting Michael Myers, point black in the face. And it uh, is right tight up on her face as she just screams. Yeah. Cut to black. And, and I think this movie's good. I don't think it's great. I really liked it. You really liked it. I really liked it. Here's what I was excited to get to. You said, just very recently, oh. in fact, on this episode, oh. like just literally minutes okay, ago, okay. 
that you appreciate the second half of this movie because like you like the first half where it builds up the world but you come to this movie for a certain set of expectations yeah the formula it works the formula mm-hmm. so in 2009 Rob Zombie releases a sequel oh god yeah Halloween 2 <laughs> Who'd you kill, sweetie? Who'd you kill? I believe he initially did not want to come back and make because these films were produced by the Weinstein Company. He has openly said, you know, not about criminal activity, but just how they were as producers. He's just they are the worst. Mm-hmm. They were awful to be around. They were a nightmare to you know deal with, and they would con- constantly criticize the movie that he had been making, Halloween One, until it came out and was a financial success. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they were like you made a made a great movie or whatever and he was like you are just fucking horrible people mm-hmm. like you're just out to satisfy you're basically the dr loomis's of the hollywood <laughs> yes. in, uh, industry so he did not want to come back as far as i believe he only came back because he was initially contracted for three halloween movies and he came back and said i will do halloween two if you let me out of halloween three i, I could be wrong with that I, i'm sure i read that somewhere mm-hmm. Anyway, whatever, he comes back, 2009, two years later, Halloween 2 comes out. And this movie is despised by most people in the Halloween community. Now, I saw it, as I I said before. No, but I saw it in 2018. Oh, oh, you're going to say, okay. Yeah. And I'll give you my initial thoughts. Okay. Because as I said, my initial thoughts to Halloween 1 were, it's not that good. And it's grown since then. My initial thoughts... To Halloween to 2009. How many times have I logged it on Letterboxd? Or reviewed it, I should say. Just twice. Okay. So the first one, the first time I... October 20th, 2018. Very excited. I gave it three and a half out of five. Oh, okay. And I put, holy shit, Rob Zombie actually added something interesting to the franchise. Laurie's suffering mental state, Loomis's greed and profiteering are rife for exploration and Zombie does a good job. Plus, it looks terrific. Actually, one of the best somehow. That's what I said in 2018. I then, in October of this year, bumped it from three and a half stars to, drum roll please, five out of five. What? Always respected the hell out of this, and it continues to improve with each watch. A horror sequel that truly understands the chaos that was left in the wake of the previous <laughs> events. Gorgeous, devastating, and upsetting. I'm going to stop fucking about and finally call this a masterpiece. I love this movie. Oh you know God. I love this movie. I know. You, it, like, since 2018, I've watched this at but least I once know, a five year. five out of five. Oh my God, okay. Yeah, I bumped it. I just, I, on this watch, was like, do you know, why do I, why have I got this hesitation? 
I think people are wrong in the Halloween community. We watched, I should say as well, we watched the director's cut for this one, which is not available in the UK for some reason. So I have a German DVD. <laughs> um, just to let you know, I believe you can get it in the States. I believe you can probably get it around. Maybe you can get it on video on demand. I'm not sure. But you cannot buy it on physical media in the UK. You can only buy the theatrical cut, which has a couple of changed scenes, a couple of deleted scenes that aren't in it. And the ending is slightly, ever so slightly different. Um, most people prefer the director's cut of, of the people who like it, which is not many, as I said, mm. because as we explained, Izella said, there's a formula. People come for the formula. Mm-hmm. There's something Halloween 2 doesn't do. Oh my God. This is like... And that's the formula. <laughs> it does not play with the formula. This is a mind fuck. I think, <laughs> okay, my opening gambit. I think if this came out today, like, like right now, this would have got better reviews than it did at the time. Do you think? Yes. Oh, okay. And also maybe if it wasn't a Halloween film. Hmm. I, I didn't like it as much as you. Yeah. I f- preferred the first one. Okay. Than this one. So I probably okay. like, I'm the, like the general public fan. The general public. Yeah. As I say, they're, they're not overly popular, but I think Halloween one is much more like, yeah. it's uh, a slasher film. <laughs> I was, it's just too crazy. This one's wild. It's just, I, I don't get it. It's like, I mean, it's more like we can see their mental hell connection kind of things happening all around Okay. in this movie. That's what I got from. And it's just, it's just too many things happening at the same time. So <laughs> essentially Rob Zombie is given free reign to do whatever he wants with this one. And oh, what and he, he wants to do is yeah. not make another Halloween film. Mm-hmm. So the movie opens with a hospital what? sequence, which yeah. is very similar to Halloween 2, the original Halloween 2. So you're thinking, oh, Halloween 2 takes place on the same night. Laurie Strode's in hospital. Michael's still coming for her. We find out that they're brother and sister in that movie. It's not in the first movie. It's in the second one. And that's why he's stalking her and blah, blah, blah. And this movie opens up with a sequence. She's in hospital. Annie's in hospital. They're suffering from the, you know, their events of what's happened in the movie that's just passed. And, oh my God. Michael Myers turned up at the hospital and you're thinking, this is Halloween 2. This is why he's just remade Halloween 1. Now he's remaking Halloween 2. But he's starting off str- like the hospital scene, mm-hmm. which is the end of Halloween 2. Like, he's st- like Michael's here and it's revealed to be like a dream scene. Like this mm-hmm. is not happening yep. um, at all. Now, two things happen. One, that scene is really fucking brutal and really good. I love it so much. And two, Octavia Spencer is in it. I know. It's like, what the fuck? All she right. gets brutalized. <laughs> How? And she's How called Octavia in the movie as well. Oh, really? Yeah, they mention, that. they say her by name and they call her Octavia. So just give her the name. Oh, that's cool. So I, I always find that a bit strange when I see this. <laughs> Octavia Spencer's in Halloween too, And she's go. only in it for like one and a half scenes. And yeah. she gets fucked. Um, but yes, it's a dream sequence. We cut. It's two years later after the events of Halloween 1 mm-hmm. and Laurie is having trouble, trouble sleeping. She's living with Annie and her dad, Sheriff Brackett, mm-hmm. and she's not in a good place. And that is that is point one of what Robbie, Rob Zombie basically wanted to do, which is people had annoying, like, oh, I don't really like Laurie in this one. And he was like, I want Laurie to be a mess. Oh, she's yeah. seen her friends murdered. She shot a man point blank in the face. Mm-hmm. She's not going to get over this. This is, and this is immediately, no easy, yeah. this is something I adore about this movie. 
because how many slasher films just move on to the next movie and everyone's just like, oof, can't believe we got through that. Anyway, and and you're just like, hold on a second. That sounds like the most traumatic thing anyone's ever gone through. Yeah. How are you dealing with this? And you're still friends with the people that were there. You like you still look them in the eye, but you both know that so many people you were with were whatever. This mm-hmm. movie, it confronts that head on. She's living with Annie and her father. They're giving her a place to stay. And she's pretty openly nasty to them. Or oh, she's just she's horrible. She's not, not nice. To, like, she can barely look Annie in the eye. I know. Without criticising her. And immediately, I'm just... Something about it feels tangible to me, if that makes any sense. I don't particularly think... Like, Laurie's not a nice person to watch in this movie. No. But I understand it. I'm like, yeah. Why would she like Annie? I, I understand why you are taking this path. So, like, like if you want to go at it from a movie standpoint... You know, again, this is obviously not the way, but like Laurie should be the final girl. Mm-hmm. I should be the heroine. I saved everyone or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you survived as well. Annie survived. Mm-hmm. And you've still got your family here. Like, how do you come out of this better than I did? I've seen all the horror films. Yeah, the yeah. final girl is the hero. She's the one that comes on to the next one. She's the star. I'm not the star. And she's kind of hostile. There's just so much going on. I fucking love how this movie sets up everything that it's going to be playing with. Because in the background, Michael is basically nowhere to be seen. He's been gone for two years. They think he's dead. How can he be alive? This is another thing. He got shot in the face. Yeah, but they couldn't find the body. Yeah, but he got so shot they, in so the face. So there's a still kind of like, where is he? Yeah, yeah, Like still, the, um, how you call on the legend, like, oh, they so say this is, they yes. never found the body, you know, blah, blah, blah. Still like talks, but they're like, pretty sure he's dead because they shoot him in the face, in the head. And so the movie, I think it moves slightly outside the, re- or not slightly, very outside the realm of reality. But for example. Michael Myers is much more of a shadow that looms large mm-hmm. rather than an actual, is he alive? He can't, he can't possibly be alive. And we see like he's moving through different places, eating animals and like. Yeah, but how is he alive? Yeah, I don't know. But that's but what like, I'm saying. I think the movie abandons reality. But this is the part that I didn't like. like okay. I didn't care about Laurie. Yeah, Laurie. Laurie. Played by Scout Taylor Compton, I believe her name is. Who she's like, the same actress from. Uh, like the character is annoying. One. Like the character is like, obviously I understand why you're annoying. Why, why you feel guilty about your friend, the scars that you left, yeah, and you feel like therapy is not helping. But I don't care. Like you're, you're this character that I don't have sympathy for you because right. you're being mean with the people that is taking care of you, trying to be your family. And then we get too much of her, and I'm like, I'm bored. Like, I'm okay. bored. Then, Michael, we see him kind of walking around and whatever. It's just an old man, like, walking around. Like Bob Myers. He's got a big beard. Oh, yeah, exactly. Santa Claus. Like, yeah, you said he looks like Santa he Claus. He looks like Santa Claus. And I'm like, I'm bored. Like, I like you with the mask and, like, killing people. But yeah. I'm bored. Okay. And the opposite. And the exact opposite. Oh, no, this is there. So, going back to your Laurie Strode point, and as I said, I think if it got released now, Mm -hmm. it would get more respect. Also, maybe if it wasn't a franchise film. Do you think this movie... For example, when you watch Hereditary, Mm -hmm. do you particularly think Tony Collette comes across as that likeable a person? No. Right. But you still care about what happens to her. But in that movie... Mm -hmm. 
I feel like it's a different movie. He, this is a slasher movie. Yeah, but 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 it's saying you've he, already watched twelve slasher movies. Why am I going to do that again? I know, but it's like okay, you're trying to do something different. Just he's not trying. He is. Well, <laughs> then I'm 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 not interested. Okay, it's Halloween too. Right, I I understand, and as I say, that's what most people feel. And the other feel. one is about witches and things and happening, and that your family were like this, and I was like, okay, where this is going, I don't know. Uh-huh. This one I kind of know. So what I'm what I'm I'm on the side of, and I think Rob Zombie's on the side of is, if you're making a sequel to a film, especially a long running franchise, you can't change the rules. Then you're not allowed to. You can, but I feel like he just wants. I don't know. I it annoyed me. Okay. <laughs> I, I wasn't interested, and I was like, oh, I don't care about your problems, I don't care that you're being rude to this, to the other one, to, I, I get it, you are rude, you are bitter, you are like, yeah. I get you, I just don't want to see it that much, what, right. what, I don't care, you know? Okay, I'm fascinated by that, why? because I, I, I think that's so interesting, like why would you rather watch a movie of a bunch of characters that are only introduced in that movie that you know are going to die and then the next movie a new bunch of characters introduced that you know are going to die slashers are fun but somebody comes along and says actually what about the people who survived that last movie what if they couldn't get over the last movie like they were really struggling to deal with it wouldn't that be interesting to look at and i'm thinking well yeah we, i think it would. we know that i've seen it in the new scream when the girl is like, I, I went away because I can't deal with it. And the social media, they're attacking me. Like, I've seen it. No, no, no. Scream like does not go like, into this depth. Like, of, I, no, of... so it's something different right now. <clears throat> and even deeper because it's social media is everywhere. Yeah. And they can, like, bully you that way. In this one, she's been a little shit. Yeah, but that's the, that's the point he's and, making is, do you think you wouldn't be? Like, do you not think people who suffer? And it's been two years. Yeah, that's not a long time. And she's getting medication, she's getting this. No, she, she's, she's asking for more medication. She yes. Talks, she said, she, you, we see the first scene she's in mm-hmm. is her having a nightmare yeah, yeah, yeah. of that night, yeah. essentially, and she wakes up. Imagine not sleeping for two years without having a nightmare, and then somebody telling you, no, I just talk it. about your problems. And you're like, I talk about them every day. Eventually, you're going to, like, people are going to be mad. And also, she is a young, well, I don't know if she's a young adult or a teenager, whatever, but she's in that phase of life where mm-hmm. you're supposed to be exploring whatever, and everything's just been screwed up. The world is against you, essentially. I feel like... Would you not be bitter? Of course you would. Uh, I was bored. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. I prefer maybe, what about if you explore the part of, where is he? Is the legend? Is that? And then some... Club like fan club or something, and it's like, oh, we've been tracking him, or apparently someone was there. Could it be him? Could it, like kind of like a Sasquatch, and they're looking for Bigfoot, and it's like more okay. Like I, I, I finally understand where where you're coming at it from, which is I like this mis- movie is uh-huh. him, but this movie is not about Michael Myers. That's the thing. It's I'm about bored. Laurie Strode. Yeah, and I'm bored. But this is this is the, the character that have. is fascinating. But Lord, why are why you is like that? Why are you like that? Yeah, that's your sister. And so she yeah. finds that out later on in the movie. Yeah. Again, because Dr. Loomis is in this. Dr. Loomis is... Oh, he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, but again, that's the point Zombie's no, making. But, that's, uh, but for example, I'm interested in this kind Which of is, way. He is making himself rich yes. and famous. And he has the book signing sequence where the dad comes over to him. Yeah. And he says, can you sign it for this girl? Oh, and he doesn't even recognize the face of the girl. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, who's that? And she's like... 
that's one of the, the, the one of the people that you're yeah. writing about and yeah. that you're whatever oh I loved everything right. about Louis everything. loved I was like yes okay give me more of this but this is exactly so this is I think so prescient so like mm-hmm. the way that I think about true crime documentaries now which mm-hmm. is victims and people who went through real fucking scarring troubling shit are so disposable because I you know people want their new Jeffrey Dahmer documentary and they want their new mini series mm-hmm. and they're like oh wasn't that exciting or wasn't that gross or whatever and you're like yeah but that actually happened like yeah. isn't that gr- isn't that way grosser than like a Saw movie which is all fake and you're like oh but it's gross or whatever and you're like yeah but your stuff actually happened and I think Rob Zombie ta- he's 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 in that where he's like Wait, if this if this actually happened, I know it's Halloween, I know it's fake, but if this actually happened, these people wouldn't be able to deal with it. And if somebody came to your town and had wrote a book about it, and your daughter was one of the people that, you'd be fucking furious at this person. You'd be like, hold on a second, why are you getting rich off this? Okay, Rob Zombie, this is a horror movie. It's supposed to be a horror movie, not drama about your mental health. You know, but hereditary like, is a drama about mental but health. Again, it's just like uh, you're making a drama of a slasher, like focus where you should be you know like that's what i was bored because i think it was okay. too much of that yeah but i'd still say that's a horrific premise and it does have slasher elements yeah well i'm telling you why okay and we'll get to my favorite bit arguably oh. my favorite bit in don't any, the horse in any horror movie <laughs> oh no no it's not a horse i like the horse i don't mind the horse no that's I, like I, I love horses horses i love you all around the world love horses so yeah, I'm going to say it. Arguably my favourite scene in a horror film since the 2000s. What? Maybe since I've been born. Oh. Which is Annie Brackett's death. Mm-hmm. Which is Michael at the house. Because Michael, again, oh, he comes back scene. into the life. Yeah. Um, Annie and Laurie have had a falling out. Laurie's away off to a party. Annie's left home alone. There's a police officer outside. Michael fucks the police officer, obviously. Um, just absolutely eviscerates him and ent- enters the house where Annie is home alone. Mm-hmm. And the way that that sequence is filmed is, is, is great, it's interesting, it's terrifying, it's disturbing, it's upsetting. But what I adore, I fucking adore, is when Sheriff Brackett gets the call. Uh, we got a 911 call. Did you dispatch? Yes. Yeah, well, why are you house. telling me? Because yeah. it came from your house. And then we cut to him arriving home. Mm-hmm. And we know his daughter is dead. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Sheriff, I don't think you should go in there. And he's like, let me see her. And one, Sheriff Brackett, played by Brad Dorf, his breakdown is so upsetting. I love it so much. Yeah, like, I'm just like, really It's good. so upsetting. Yeah. And then, this only happens in the director's cut, which is why you need to watch the director's cut. We cut to, and this is, oh my God, I love Rob Zombie so much. We cut to actual footage of Danielle Harris as a little girl With holding a dog, a dog. like actual home footage, yeah. and immediately it makes it feel real, real to me. Like, like this is a real died. person who's yeah. died, and yeah. this is the life that's been lost. I really, really like that part. I honestly could burst into tears. <laughs> I adore it so much. It's it's something slasher films never do. It, the victims are disposable. We come for the kills, and Rob Zombie saying no. These are fake people. I made them up, but yeah. I'm going to treat them like they're real. Here's the lives that have yeah, been lost. Yeah, I love that part. I and Halloween part. 2 is about that. Yeah, I like that and part. And it's about that with Laurie when she finds out that she's Angel Myers. She finds out through a book her life is destroyed. Her life's already destroyed beforehand. 
Annie Brackett, the way she died, Sheriff Brackett, the way he finds his daughter. Mm-hmm. These are real people who are fucked up and really can't get over. And this keeps coming back to haunt them. And this spectre of Michael Myers, we all, the shape, we know he keeps coming and blah, blah, blah. Well, what if he comes physically and metaphysically? Like, you can't get him out of your mind and you can't get him off your back, the monkey on your back. Halloween 2 is so fucking good. No, it's not that good. It is so good. Because we have also Michael Myers' mom in a as white a horse. Yeah, as a ghost. I thought I thought it was so silly. It's so silly. But it's it's it Michael Myers. Be, it's it, Michael it looks, Myers. It looks it's, so cheap. But it's it's what's driving him. Like like I can see the wig, the makeup so dark, and I'm like, oh, this yeah. Looks and so we cheap. get these like really like it's so bad. Um, you know, expressionist dream sequences <laughs> where everything's black and white. Yeah. And there's pumpkin heads, and they're like they're like really like German 1930s ex- experiment in. Um, um, expressionist film it's so good it's so it, no right it's yes it is not to me okay. everybody has different opinions I know, I know. most people agree with you but I'm Thank just you. telling you why I think this way one I love those sequences doing something different two I love the focus on someone that's not Michael Myers Laurie Strode Dr. Loomis Annie Bra- like people who've went through this how they're dealing with it whether it's for their own gain whether it's to try and get over it blah okay. blah I love the focus Three, this movie looks unbelievable. It looks unbelievable. <laughs> the sequences where Michael Myers attacks the people in the farm, which just lit by car light, and it's all silhouettes, amazing. Laurie Strode running through the woods, again, just lit by car light, amazing. All the dream sequences... As I say, it's all black and white and they've got the pumpkin heads and everything looks kind of oh, no, amazing. I, like that. Yeah, just, I think this movie, <laughs> it does not, I think the exact opposite. Oh, it really? looks, and I would love to see this on a big screen. Oh, God. I, I would adore it. I wish I could go back to 2009 and slap me around the face and say, stop looking down on Rob Zombie films. You haven't even seen them, but you've just read about what people are saying. And so you assume that oh, people must be right. No, people are wrong. Halloween 2 <laughs> is so fucking good. And I... I've probably watched this one more than any other film in the franchise. Oh my god. And until very recently, I've always said this is my second favourite. This is behind John Carpenter. John Carpenter's is the one. Yes, it's set up cinema. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going to do a Tyler, um, Tyler the Creator. You know, Tyler the Creator, yes. the musician. And he's saying like, he, do- he hates when kids come up to him and say, oh, my favourite album is like, you know, NWA, Straight Outta Compton. And he's like, you're like, 12 what's the rap album you grew up with mm-hmm. like i don't care if the critics look down on it like tell me what is your childhood what is your personality and i'm gonna say uh, this that's you this is my favorite that's of your the personality Halloween it's not my personality but oh, it's just God. <laughs> i understand the importance that john carpenter's halloween had on cinema i just didn't live through that importance mm. like that already existed when i was a kid like yeah. it was just like that is the temple this is a movie that gets so shot on and I do not think deserves it. I don't think it's the worst. I just think it's... Uh, it's no. It's okay. Okay. I, I, I disagree. Like, this is genuinely... I think if you replaced Michael Myers with an original killer, if you did that, mm-hmm. just said it's an original killer, you kind of explained the backstory a bit. Like, these things happened two years ago. Blah, blah, blah. There was a... Mur- like, mm-hmm. maybe you have one scene of that. Original killer... Everyone else is original. Um, 
and connected to the killer in the ways that they're connected. And you released it as an indie film, sort of like with the A24 marketing. I genuinely think people would, would be into this. Because they like heredity. They don't, people will watch horror films that are about distressing things with unlikable people. The Witch, you love The Witch. Nobody in The Witch is likable. Yeah, Thomason. Yeah, but, okay, Thomason's kind the kid. of... Well, the kids are fucking annoying. I think the only one is annoying one is the mom. No, the dad's horrible as well. Well, the dad's like, I don't know what to believe. Like, he doesn't know. He's trying to, like, support the family. But... No, he's not. He's trying to control the family. Uh, it's a dad from back on those Yeah, times. but that's what I'm saying. They're not like... But people will watch unlikable people. But as soon as you get a slasher movie, people want to know who's the killer, who's the final girl, who's the victims. And this movie gives you none of that. I mean, it gives you Laurie Strode. You know who that is. It gives you Michael Myers. He's in the background. You know who that is. But that's not how Laurie Strode normally acts. That's not how Michael Myers normally acts. That's, do, do, why is Dr. Loomis such a fucking dick? <laughs> like, what is going on? And this movie just throws everything out the window. And... It fucking crashed and burned. And as I say, <laughs> Rob Zombie wasn't ever going to make Halloween 3, but they were going to make Halloween 3D. Um, but they ended up not doing that because this movie made $39 million on a $15 million budget. It basically doubled its budget. $39 million it made. Halloween, the first one that Rob Zombie made, made 80 So it made half of what his previous movie made. Hmm. Yeah, people weren't into this. And it took them another nine years before David Gordon Green came back. And what was his response? His response was, let's make a sequel to the first movie, scrap everything, and it's going to be a slasher movie. Now, I really like the 2018 David Gordon Green movie. Mm-hmm. It's a good, fun slasher movie. But it's a slasher movie. My argument is essentially people who criticise horror franchises for, why would I watch something that's got 12 movies that are all the same? Halloween 2 by Rob Zombie is not the same. That's my... That's not my defence. No, fair enough. But it's, it's, fair it's enough. an argument. Fair enough. But, yeah. Not my favourite. I wouldn't watch it again. Okay. So my... Isella saying don't watch it again. I'm saying... Would you say watch it once? It's Halloween season. Halloween's coming up. There's oh, no. A bunch I, of Halloween I'd rather movies. watch a Happy, happy, happy... Chan Rock. What You'd rather that? watch Halloween 3? Yes. exactly because it's dumb and it's fun this one is just like oh my god you have too many problems no but so you wouldn't watch the Rob Zombie ones over Halloween I watched the first one you wouldn't do a double feature no only the one and that's it okay I disagree entirely and I'm here to recommend the saying if you're looking for something to watch on Halloween and you've seen all the Halloween films or you've seen the John Carpenter ones you've seen the new ones and you're like people don't really like the Rob Zombie I'm going to skip them don't skip them. They've got interesting stuff. The and I know one. we've spoiled it for you. Second one still has interesting stuff. You might dis- you might not like it, but it- you can't deny it's trying something. Yeah, okay. So apologies for spoiling it. I wanted to keep spoilers to a minimum, but then we got into an argument. So uh, <laughs> I was like, here's why, here's why I think this. And then just releasing more and more scenes. Um, I mean, there's more than we just talk, but yeah, that's basically what it is. Yeah, it's one is an expansion of the formula and the formula, and one is not the formula. Yeah, that's basically back to back. Watch them both; they're great. They're really good. <sighs> Rob well, Zombie, come back. Make Hall- make a new. Ha- oh, by the way, speaking of Halloween, what? the TV rights for Halloween have been sold to Miramax. I think it's Miramax. 
Was he called Mira Max? I thought that doesn't exist anymore. I also didn't think that didn't exist anymore. <laughs> but because there, there was there was rumours that it was going to go to A24. No, it is Miramax. So yeah, so obviously the last Halloween movie was Halloween Ends. But if you've seen any fucking long-running horror franchise, you'll know that Saw has a film called Saw, the final chapter. You'll know that Jason has like the final something or other. I think there's the final nightmare on oh, Elm Street or something like that. Like there's the final everything has the final. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> and so Halloween has Halloween ends. And now they've sold the rights to it again. Obviously they weren't gonna end it. Like that's just the end of David Gordon Green's trilogy. Now I'm interested to see how do they reboot it now? Because they've rebooted the se- oh, series God. so many fucking times. Well, it's going to TV. Oh. And Miramax have got the rights. So who knows? If they're going to do a TV series based on Michael Myers, who, who knows? But whatever happens, we are going to be here. We're going to be here. We're going to be talking it, about it. To and judge watch about it, it. To moan about it, probably from my side. Or I mean, I like out. to moan about films. Yeah. But, but it's rare for me, I think, to get, Usually, if I really like a film, you quite like it as well. Mm-hmm. And then there'll be movies that you like, and I'm like, no, he's like, it's rubbish. <laughs> this is a rare one where I'm like, this is a five out of five star masterpiece, and you're not even at a. Yeah, it's interesting. You're at... No, I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, I wouldn't watch it again. Baffling. Respect the decisions, the <laughs> the art part of this, but that's it. No, no, uh, watch yeah. it again. So, yeah, that's us. That's us talking about Halloween. That's Halloween 2023 over and done with. Um, who knows what's to come next? We haven't uh, even decided yet. Yeah, but stay tuned. <laughs> you never know. Maybe. I don't even know what horror films are coming up. I don't need to check. Well, there's always a good Christmas horror movie, so... <laughs> there's always a Christmas horror. I don't know about good. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> we watched, what was the one last year? Violent Night, and neither of us really liked it. Oh, I know. Well, there's always Krampus to watch. But yeah, so <laughs> just keep um, keep an eye on our Instagram or in on Spotify or on whatever. On Spotify? Yeah, that's where I listen to my... Um, Podcast. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant like we were going to be releasing like music or something. No. <laughs> I was like, what? No, if what we you release planned? some new episodes, but yeah. we will let you know. Don't worry. Instagram stories or something. Um, we will be there. Twitter, yeah. whatever. So. Gracias por escucharnos. Y hasta la próxima. <laughs>